us in Genesis chapter number 13 and verse number 10. The Bible said, And Lot lifted up his eyes, and behold, all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered there, everywhere. Uh, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, and thou comest unto Zorah. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed eastward and separated themselves the one from the other. Now notice here this morning in Genesis chapter number 13, I'm going to take it for granted that you know what's going on in this chapter. Lot and Abraham is separating their cell. The herdmen of Abraham and the herdmen of Lot have strife between each other. So Abraham told his nephew, he said, go. He said, choose you a place. Notice in verse number 9 this morning, the Bible says, Abraham said, it's not the whole land before thee. Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. Now notice in verse number 9 that uh, Abraham gives uh, Lot a choice in the direction in which he would go. He said, if thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. And if thou wilt depart from uh, the right hand, then I will go to the left. Now notice here in Genesis 13 verses number 5 through verse uh, number 18 this morning we see and notice of this text in this chapter the separation of Lot and Abraham. Now notice here this morning we see that Abraham gave Lot a decision in which he was to make. But Lot laid it out for him and said if thou go to the left hand, Abraham said then I will go to the right. And then he gives him another decision. He said, if you go to the right hand, then I'll go to the left. And now notice here in the decision in which Lot made in verse number 10, the Bible said, Then Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Notice here that Lot had a decision before himself. Abraham gave him a decision that he would have to take. But notice I never read in chapter 13 of Genesis in all of these 18 verses that Lot never prayed about his decision. Uh, but Lot went upon his pleasure of his flesh instead of praying. And I want to say this morning, church, every decision that you make as a child of God uh, will affect you in some sort of way in your life. And I want to say even if you're lost here today, the decisions that you make today uh, will affect you uh, tomorrow and maybe for eternity. But notice here today that Lot had a decision that he had to make. He had to say, separate himself from Abraham and take his family and his business and move it to another place. And notice in verse number 10, we see that Lot has made the decision on where he was going to move. Now notice here we said in this decision that there's never a prayer made by Lot. There's never, Lot never did lift his eyes to heaven and get direction from the Lord. But Lot got direction from his own self. I want to say to Today, church, if you get direction from your own self, most of the time it'll lead you in the wrong direction. And little did Lot, Lot know that he was being led in the wrong direction by his own self, by his own selfish desires. Now notice here, uh, Lot never did pray. Uh, Lot never did seek the face of God and where he would have his family and where he would have his business and where he would raise his children. Lot never sought God's face for none of that. But notice here, 
in verse number 10, what the Bible says, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered. Now notice down in verse number 11 what the Bible says, Then Lot chose him. The decision of Lot, all the plain of Jordan. And Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves, the one from the other. Abraham dwelled in the land of Canaan. Notice in verse number 12 this morning, And Lot dwelled in the city and the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Now notice, uh, go back up to verse number 10. The Bible said, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Now go down to verse number 12. And Lot dwelled in the city and in the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Now notice verse number 13. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. Now I want to preach just a few moments this morning on consider where you pitch your tent. Notice here that Lot had a decision to make. Uh, Abraham said, you go to the right, son, I'll go to the left. You go to the left, I'll go to the right. He said, you've got a decision that you've got to make where you're going to take yourself, where you're going to raise your family, where you're going to raise your... Uh, 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 perform your business, where you're going to move your, your cattle, uh, where you're going to move your whole family, your children. That's a lot had a decision to make. Now I want to preach on just a few moments on consider where you pitch your tent. We notice in verse number 12 that Lot pitched his tent. Notice here uh, for, the, uh, for Lot's sake in verse number 10, Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan that it was well. I want to look at, first of all, the dwelling place of Sodom, uh, where Lot was dwelling. Now notice here, he's been with Abraham from some time now. Uh, they journeyed together, but it come time for them to separate themselves. Now I want to say all the time that Lot was with Abraham, he never learned anything about prayer. He never learned anything about seeking God. If there's anything that we need to learn today, church, it's need to be how to pray and how to seek God and how to make decisions godly decisions uh, that will help you. Now notice here that Lot's decision, he made many mistakes in the decision in which he chose. Uh, first of all, his decision never uh, was prayer. He never prayed in his decision. Uh, but what Lot did do, he followed the pleasure of his flesh. I want to say that's many of us here today. Uh, we see a decision, we see an opportunity and we take that opportunity because it desires our flesh. It brings pleasure to our and we never pray about the decision that God has put before us. And we find Lot never praying about the decision. Now I want to show you this morning the danger of not praying of God's will for your life. It was not God's will for Lot to go to Sodom. It was not God's will for Lot to pitch his tent towards Sodom. But he went after the pleasures of his own flesh instead of praying and seeking after God. Now we find in verse number 12, 
well that Sodom is dwelling or that Lot is dwelling in Sodom. Now notice here we see why did Lot dwell in Sodom. Number one it was to fulfill the desires of his flesh. Notice what the Bible says. He never, We never read where he sought uh, God. We never see where he prayed unto God uh, to make this decision. But notice that Lot only noticed the material things from the outward appearance of the city. Notice in verse number 10 about Lot's decision and now Lot's dwelling. Notice in verse number 10 and Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all. Notice he noticed that this place was well watered. Uh, notice that it was even as the garden of the Lord. Uh, it was even like the land of Egypt. Uh, so what Lot's doing, uh, Lot's dwelling in Sodom, number one, because of the sight of Lot. Because of what Lot saw at uh, the sight of Sodom. Notice here in our text in verse number 12 that it looked good from the outward appearance. Notice what the Bible says in verse number 12, Lot said, as it was well. And notice here, and Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all. Notice, I want to say he did not behold everything. He did behold all that he wanted to see, but he did not behold the things he did not want to see. I want to say he wanted to see the outward appearance of that city, how that it was well watered, how that it was somewhere good to feed his cattle. But listen, church, it was nowhere good to raise his children. It was somewhere good to put a fortune in his pocket, but it was not somewhere good to raise his family. And we see here that Lot only looks on the outward appearance of this city. Lot only looks on the materialistic things of this city. Lot only looks on the physical things of this city. And Lot never looks on the inside to see the spiritual things of this city. How that it was wicked. How that it was defiled. How that it was corrupt. How the men sinned wicked before the Lord exceedingly. But Lot wanted to dwell there because it looked good from the outside. I want to say we've got many people today doing certain things in their life because it looks good from the outside. And the inside is full of dead man's bones. I want to say you can go to one of these big churches today that don't preach the gospel and it looks good from the outside. The parking lot's packed. But on the inside it's full of dead man's bones. I want to say we can go to different areas in our life. It may look good from the outside, but the inside is full of dead man's bones. I want to say we look at Adam and Eve this morning. That apple looked good from the outside, but on the inside it was full of worms and it was corrupt. And I want to say that's the way we make some of our decisions sometimes. It looks good from the outside, but until you bite into that apple and it's full of worms, what do you do? You throw it down because it was nasty and you spit it out try to get that nasty taste out of your mouth. And it takes hours to get something that nasty out of your mouth. And I want to say here the decision that Lot made to dwell in Sodom was not going to affect him just for a little while, but it was going to affect him for a very long time. And we've got to be careful, church, young people, adults, it don't matter your age this morning, you've got to be careful and considering the direction on where you're going to go and where you're going to dwell at. Uh, we see here that Lot's dwelling place was in Sodom. We notice here that he never considered anything else about the city. He saw that it was well watered, but he never considered anything else. We see that Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all, but Lot only saw what he wanted to see. He didn't want to see what God wanted him to see. I want to 
to say if you pray this morning and seek God's face, God will show you what He wants you to see instead of what you want to see. We always want to see good in our decisions, but God may not want us to see the good in our decision. Notice here, His prayer, His lack of prayer did not let Him see God's thought on this direction. Notice here what Lot saw. He saw the potential of prosperity in this city. He saw that it was well watered. It was good for his cattle. There was good food for his cattle there. There was good food for his animals there. But I want to say what Lot did not see is the poverty that it was bringing to his family. I want to say we need not to look at decisions about prosperity but we need to look at the decisions real careful and see where God wants us as an individual and we see here you say well preacher I don't even believe Lot saved I don't believe you read your Bible because the Bible said in 2 Peter chapter number 2 that the Bible tells us about Lot the Bible said and Lot and delivered just Lot vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked for that righteous man who's he talking about he's talking about Lot Christians can't make the wrong decisions when they get their eyes off of God. I want to say this does not change Lot's position with the Lord. This does not mean that Lot's lost. What it does mean is Lot's confused. Lot's following his own flesh. Lot's going after his own decision instead of God's decision. And so don't say this morning that Lot was lost. That Lot didn't know God. For he very well did know God. Or the Bible would have never said that he was a righteous man. The Bible says for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. He was surely a man that was right with God. But his decision was on. And church this morning, what we've got in the day that we're living in, we've got more Christians making the wrong decision than we've ever had in our life. Notice here this morning that Lot, he dwelled in Sodom. Why? Because of what he saw. He saw the outward appearance. But he never looked on the inward. He never looked what was on the inside of that city. Notice here, not only we see, notice in verse number 12, or verse number 10, what the Bible says, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan. Notice what the Bible says here, that it was well. You know who thought it was well? Lot. Lot thought it was well. I want to say it looked well in Lot's eyes, but it did not look well in the Lord's eyes. And we've got to make sure that what we're looking at uh, what may look good in our eyes does it look good in the Lord's eyes I want to say Lot said it was well it was well water yeah it may, have had, it may have had that physical water but Lot did it have that spiritual water for your family to feed on yeah Lot it may have been good food but did it have that bread of life that your family could live on and that your family could survive on notice here it said it was well but it was not well to the eyes of God but it was wicked to the eyes of God. Notice here, but none. Nothing in this city was good for Lot. Nothing in this city was good for his family. But it was all corruption. And we see the dwelling of Lot and Sodom. You say, preacher, that never affected him. 
I want to say it affected him and it affected his children and it affected his family. Lot had two daughters. Lot had a wife. And I want to say that he made the decision to dwell in Sodom. And it did not only affect him, but it affected his two little girls. And then it affected his wife. And I want to say the decisions you make do not, does not only affect you, but it affects your surroundings. It affects your whole family. It affects your children. And we've got to be careful that we make the right decision, which is God's decision. And notice here, when Lot made the wrong decision, it affected him, his family, and everybody that surrounded him did it affect. Now notice here we see the dwelling of Sodom. In verse number 12, and he pitched his tent towards Sodom. Notice in verse number 13, but the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. We see in verse number 12 the dwelling of Sodom. In verse number 13 we see the danger of Sodom. Not only was not only was it was the wrong decision. Not only uh, was it uh, did he not seek God's face, uh, but where he's dwelling is dangerous. I want to say, as Christians, we got to be careful the way we walk. We got to be careful where we surround ourselves because we can get ourselves in dangerous positions. And now Lot's a righteous man. The Bible said that it vexed his righteous soul from day to day. And notice here now, Lot, it all started with a decision that he did not seek God's face. That he not pray for God's guidance and God's direction in his life. And now we see not only did Lot desire to be in Sodom but he dwelt in Sodom and now not only is Lot dwelling in Sodom but now Lot's going to experience the danger of Sodom you say preacher what's wrong with Sodom what's wrong with that city well I want to say that's where we get the word today Sodomite is from Sodom I want to say here Lot was dwelling and Lot planted his family and Lot planted his children and his wife around homosexuality and I want to say it was corrupt. The Bible said it was exceedingly corrupt. Exceedingly wicked before God. And you may say, well preacher, I can hang around sin. It ain't going to affect me. But I want to say you're dead wrong today. Sin will affect every single one of us. I don't care if you've been saved five minutes. I don't care if you've been saved 50 years. You're not strong enough to dwell in sin. You're not strong enough to accompany yourself with sin and Lot thought he was, but he was dead wrong because he's now going to experience the danger of Sodom. He's now going to experience the danger of sin. I want to say today, church, sin is the most dangerous thing that you can mess with. Sin is the most deadliest poison that you can mess with. The Bible said in James, sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. You say, I don't see no death in Lot's life. I want to say we see death that Lot experienced. The Bible said his wife turned into a pillar of salt. His wife has turned into a pillar of salt dead before his eyes. Dead before his children's eyes. Why? Because of sin. Sin will always bring corruption to your life and sin will always cost you more than you want to pay. I want to say Lot went to prosper himself. Lot went to gain prosperity in himself but when he left uh, Sodom he left with absolutely nothing. He 
even left with his family not being who they used to be. And I want to say you can dwell in sin all you want to, husband. You can dwell in sin all you want to, wife. You can dwell in sin all you want to, children. But it will leave you different than you've ever been before. It will affect you more than you think. Now Lot's experienced the danger of Sodom because Sodom was an exceedingly wicked place full of homosexuality. And notice here in the danger of Sodom, we find the surrounding of Lot. The danger of Sodom was when Lot surrounded himself and surrounded his family around that corruption. And his family began to see some of those perverted things. His family began to see nature going against nature. His family started seeing men with women or men with men and women with women instead of the right way that it was supposed to be. And I want to say it not only affected Lot, but what happened was when Lot surrounded himself around that, it had more of an impact on his family than he ever would have thought. Notice here this morning the danger of that place. Not only this morning do we see the danger of Sodom, but here, now we're going to find the destruction of Sodom. And it all started with a decision, an ungodly decision. A decision not of prayer, but a decision of pleasure in Lot's life. Now notice here we see Lot, he done picked everything up he had. He done moved it to Sodom. He done picked his cattle up. He done picked his children up. He done picked his wife up and moved it all to Sodom because it was well watered there. The outward appearance looked great, but inside it was full of dead man's bone. Now we see Lot's dwelling in Sodom. Now we see Lot's experience the danger of Sodom. How these men come up to his door and beat on it, begging to get in. We see how that it corrupted the mind of Lot. How that it corrupted his mind. In Genesis chapter 19, when those two angels came to Lot's house, and the Bible says that those men of that city uh, compound themselves to get into that door. The Bible says that we may know them. They wanted to have sexual relationships with those angels, with the angels of God. And God said, that's enough. I'm going to destroy this city. I'm going to destroy this place. The Bible says in Genesis chapter number 18, verse number 20, and the Lord said, because of the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great and because their sin is grievous, I will now go I will now go down and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it. I want to say here we see in Sodom in Genesis chapter 13 and Genesis chapter 18 and 19 we see the cry of Sodom because of homosexuality, because of the sin and Lot's got his family placed dead in the middle of all of that corruption. Now I want to say this morning, how do you think America's crying out? How do you think America's crying out as wicked as it's become? The Bible says in Genesis chapter 18, verse 20, and the Lord said, because of the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. I want to say the cry of America is great this morning because we've allowed things to happen in this country that never was to happen. Not that was, this country was not founded on. I want to say here the cry of Sodom. I want to say America's crying as loud as Sodom cried. And notice here the Bible says that God will go down at now we go over to Genesis chapter 19 and we experience the destruction of Sodom. And you know what happened in this? That Lot's going to lose everything that he gained in Sodom. He may have gained some stuff. It was well watered there. 
To a lost man's eyes, it was a perfect place to plant a business. To a lost man's eyes, it was a perfect place to raise a family. But notice here, I'm sure Lot may have gained prosperity in Sodom, surely, for it was well watered. He had a perfect start off in Sodom. But I want to say this today. In Genesis chapter 19, Lot lost everything that he gained in Sodom. Everything got destroyed in Sodom. I don't care if he had a, a, a million dollar home or not. It got destroyed. I don't care if he had all the Rolls Royces and all the Lamborghinis. It got destroyed in Sodom. I want to say today, you may gain prosperity in sin, but you'll lose it and you'll come out with nothing all the time. And notice here, that's what happened with Lot's life. He gained prosperity while he was in sin. But when God judged it, when God judged that nation in that place, he left with nothing. Be careful how you gain prosperity in this world. There's nothing wrong with prospering. There's nothing wrong with having things in life. But be careful how you get them. Be careful and to make sure that you know that every good gift comes from above. I don't care what men say that everything don't come from God. If a man says that he ain't right with God and he needs to get saved by God's amazing grace. Everything that you have today, the clothes on your back, the shoes on your feet, even your underwear you got on come from God and the food that you got on your table comes from Him and if you don't believe that you need to find your place at this altar and beg God to save your filthy soul everything comes from God and God bless God God allowed him here to maybe gain some little things everything comes from God but God is going to take it all back from him because he, he got it in sin. He was dwelling in sin. Sin will never prosper a Christian. Sin will never prosper a lost man. You know what happened in Lot's life? Just like many people today, it looked good from the outward appearance. The Bible says in, in Genesis chapter number uh, 13 this morning, in verse number 10, and Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain in Jordan that it was well. He looked on the outward appearance. Now he's about to experience the destruction of Sodom. He never thought about the destruction of Sodom in Genesis 13, verse number 10, when he said it is well. Now I want to say ever drunk on the street, they didn't, they didn't think about the destruction when they went and got that Budweiser and that Bud Light and it said, looking for a good time and all this other stuff. I want to say here they never thought about that. Those drug addicts, they never thought about that time they took that meth and that heroin and that weed and rolled it up in a little piece of paper and stuck it to their mouth and put a lighter on it and lighted it. They never thought of the destruction that it would bring to them. I want to say you, the devil does a perfect thing of painting a picture of sin, making it look good on the outside, but on the inside and when it's finished, it will bring destruction to your life. You know why Budweiser, they always put this stuff on television promoting alcohol. You can't even watch Monday Night Football without seeing a woman half naked and beer flashing across the TV and they never show you that man at home sitting there and his home's broken and his home's tore up and his family's done left him and he's broke and he's in poverty they never show you that but I want to warn every young person that's here today don't ever put beer to your mouth don't ever even think about buying a beer because it'll cost you more than you ever want to pay and it'll keep you longer than you ever want to stay I want to tell you as a young person clean to God you get a hold of God 
God at a young age. You little young girls, you get a hold of God. You young men, get a hold of God. He'll never lead you wrong. I don't care what prayer pressure comes your way. You look to Jesus and Him alone. Don't look to the alcohol. Don't look to the drugs. But get a hold of Jesus and get saved by God's grace. And you'll never have to experience the destruction that sin will bring your way. Now Lot's experienced the destruction of Sodom. Notice here in Genesis chapter 19, verse number 5, the Bible said, these angels come to Lot. Hey, I'm going to take it for granted. You know this account in your Bible. You should. The Bible said in verse number 5, and they called unto Lot, this is the men of that city, and said unto him, where are the men that came unto thee this night? Little did they know that it was angels sent from God to destroy that place. But here's how perverted and how wicked that city of Sodom was. You know what they're doing in Genesis chapter 19? What America's doing today. They're sinning openly. You know, you, 10 years ago, you never had to worry about going to a restaurant and seeing two men together or some hobo dressed up like I don't even know what he looks like. But now, you know what they're doing? They're doing it openly. And you know what will happen? God will start judging this country. Now, I want to tell you, here's what happened in Genesis chapter 19. They began to start doing openly. They didn't care who saw them. They weren't trying to hide nothing. They was proud of what they was doing. The Bible said in verse number 5 of Genesis 19, And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us. Notice what the Bible says, that we may know them. These men wanted to have sexual relationships with angels, with other men. I want to say this, I don't care what the news media says. I don't care what the White House promotes. I don't care what our school system promotes. Homosexualism is against God's will. And God will judge it. I don't care if it's popular on CNN. You can send this message to CNN. God will judge homosexuality. It is not pleasant in the eyes of God. And now here God sees what's going on. And he sees one of his people down in there. And he's got to get him out. And notice here what the Bible says in verse number 10 of Genesis chapter 19. But the men put forth their hands and pulled light into the house at them and shut the door. Notice in verse number 11. And they smote the men. This is the angels of God. They smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness. You know what that means? That means with confusion. They smote them with confusion. You know what's wrong with the homosexuals today? They're confused even today in the hour in which we live in. That's what's wrong with them. They're lost and they're confused. The Bible said he stood with blindness, small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. The Bible said in verse number 12, And the man said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whosoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place? For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Notice here that God's not going to play with sin. God's going to punish it. Now notice here what the Bible said in verse number 17. The Bible's giving them forewarning of what to do when they leave this place because God's about to destroy it for homosexuality. The Bible said in verse number 17, And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad, and he said, Escape for thy life. 
Notice here what the angel said unto Lot. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Now notice here in verse number 23, God's going to pour out His destruction on Sodom. And can I say here, everything that Lot gained in Sodom is here and it's going to be destroyed with Sodom. The Bible said, then the sun was risen. In verse 23 of Genesis 19, the sun was risen upon the earth. When Lot entered into Zorah, then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the habitations of that city and they, they which drew upon the ground. Now notice here in verse number 28, the Bible said, this is when Abraham looked upon and saw what God done. Verse number 18, and he looked upon Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain. And behold, and lo, he, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. God's not going to allow sin to continue. And God's judging this. The Bible says in Leviticus that a mankind and mankind is abomination against the Lord. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter number 1 that it is nature going against nature. You know what the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter number 19? This is for all those homosexuals this morning. Yeah, I'm against it. God's against it. You say, preacher, I ain't going to ask for your opinion. God's done gave me permission to say what I'm going to say. You know what the Bible said in Genesis chapter number 9? Flip over there. Genesis chapter number 9. You know what God told Noah? You know what God told Noah in Genesis chapter number 9? The Bible says this right here. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them. Notice here what God told Noah. God told the man. He said, be fruitful. He said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. You know what that means? Noah, replenish the earth. Bring forth children. You know what God, you know what is done in this nation in which we live in? They've perverted that verse. Nowhere in this verse does it say, uh, be a fruit loop and pervert the earth. But I want to say that's what they're doing in this nation in which we're living in. But God's done designed it. He said, Noah, be fruitful. Not a fruit loop. Not a, not a crazy man. Don't go against nature. He told his sons, he said, be fruitful and replenish the earth. You know what they're doing today? They're perverting this country in which we're living in. Got to be careful where we dwell ourselves. You can, you can promote Disney all you want to. But can I say this? My boys ain't watching that filth. My boys ain't watching something that uh, sodomites go all over and making our children watch something that's perverted right before their eyes. A hidden secret if you tear it and, and tear it apart and, and, and tear apart them Disney movies, you'll find homosexuality all in it. What kind of perverted country are we living in where they have just a whole week of sodomites to dwell in that theme park? Then we let our children go and, and, and see that. I want to say that that is wrong and you better guard every ounce of your home. I know it ain't no shouting message. I didn't preach it to get a shout. I preached it to please God. Lot here, he's dwelling in Sodom. He experienced the danger of Sodom. He experienced the destruction of Sodom. 
But you know what I believe this morning that got Lot's attention more than anything was his departure from Sodom. You remember I said this morning earlier that sin will not only affect Lot, but it will affect his entire family. Notice what the Bible said in Genesis chapter number 19, verse number 26. We saw the text this morning in verse number 17 that the angels told him, look not behind thee. That was the commandment from God. And you know what happens, church? Home, this may be a home message. To all the home, all the family in here. I don't have a perfect family by no means. You ought to see my kids in here Wednesday night. They're all trying to tear the flag down and everything. I want to say I don't have a perfect home. But I'm trying everything I can do to raise them right. This may be a home message this morning. If we're not careful of where we set our dwelling place, it will affect us on how we're obedient to the Word of God. Notice here, Lot didn't know that his dwelling place was going to affect his family's obedience to the Word of God. Notice in Genesis chapter 19, verse number 17, let's get these two words. It said, the angel said, except thy life look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain except to the mountains, lest thou be consumed. Now, notice we find the departure of Sodom. Notice in verse number 26, but his wife looked behind, or looked from behind him, and she became as a pillar of salt. You know what happened? With her dwelling in Sodom, it affected her obedience and how that she would hear the word of God. Now, notice here, you say, well, preacher, it just affected his wife. Yeah. When sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. She died. But I want to say here, not only did it, did it defile, or did, not only did it uh, make his wife be disobedient, but it defiled his children because of his decision on where he was going to dwell. Notice what the Bible said in Genesis chapter 19, verse 30, and I'm done here this morning. And Lot went up out of Zorah, and dwelled in the mountain and his two daughters. Notice his wife's law, his wife's dead. Sin cost her more than she wanted to pay. But now he's still got his two daughters. You got to know, church, that his daughters has been dwelling in Sodom from Genesis 19 to Genesis, or Genesis 13 to Genesis 19. They've been around that. They've seen all that. They saw when those men come and, and, and tried to get in that house to know those other men. They saw all that. They experienced all of that. Now notice in verse number 30, And Lot went up out of Zorah and dwelled in the mountains and his two daughters with him. For he feared to dwell in Zorah. And he dwelt in a cave. He and his two daughters. Now notice how perverted they've become because of dwelling in sin. Notice here how defiled they become. Notice here, And the firstborn said unto the younger, our father is old, and there is not a man in earth to come in unto us after this manner of all the earth. Come, let us, let us make our father drink wine, and he will lie with him, that we may preserve the seed of our father. They was going to get their father drunk and then lay with him. They've become defiled. And notice here what the Bible says. God cursed it. Genesis chapter number uh, 19, verse 37. 
And the firstborn bare a son and called his name Moab. The same is the father of the Moabites unto this day. We ain't going to do this this morning, but you flip over to Ruth. You know what Ruth was? She was a Moabitess. She come from this right here, from Moab. Now notice here this morning how defiled Lot's family becomes because of his decision. I want to ask you this morning, where's your dwelling place? Lot dwelt in Sodom, 